Hi, and welcome to NACIO Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Matt Pincus here in Washington, D.C. On today's episode, we'll be talking about our upcoming annual conference in Seattle, Washington with NACIO Program and Brand Director, Emily Lane. That's right, Matt. It feels really good to be discussing an actual in-person event, and who better to give us the rundown than Emily? So making her record-breaking fourth appearance on NACIO Voices, Emily, welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for being here. Thanks. Excited to be here. Yeah. Well, let's just start right off the bat on a scale of 1 to 10. How excited are you not to be gearing up for another virtual conference? Um, My excitement level goes to 11. (laughs) Very (laughs) excited. (laughs) Yes. Us too. As great as our virtual conferences have been, I'm obviously looking forward to being able to see everyone in person, um, both you guys and our members, the CIOs and corporate member friends. But what are you most looking forward to about being in person? So seeing our members, first and foremost, mm-hmm. you know, we talk a lot about the NACIO family and conferences really do feel like a reunion of sorts. Past that, I would have to say kind of having a shared experience in the same physical space again, we mm-hmm. can do a lot virtually. But for me in my role, it's really special to see kind of real-time feedback at conference. Mm-hmm. You know, typically I'm sitting in the back of the room with AV so I can look out over the crowd and see people taking notes or nodding or laughing along with the speaker. And I personally am just energized by seeing our time and effort and hard work kind of hit the mark in the moment. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. So I know a lot of times with our conferences, we might have a theme or some words that kind of guide the theme. I know when we were last in person two years ago, that was our NACIO 50th anniversary. So that was a a big part of how we sort of programmed things. But I was wondering if there is a theme to this year's conference. Yeah, so for the in-person events, we're guided by the theme of connect, collaborate, and create. And those are, of course, really broad themes. But it is a reminder that we exist to bring people together to make connections, to further relationships, to share best practices and new ideas, and ultimately to help create a stronger state IT ecosystem in order to tackle tough issues and to deliver on the needs of citizens. So what we deliver in terms of content and how we deliver that formats and activities relate back to connection, collaboration, and creation. Great. That, that's great. So, Emily, I know we've done this in, in previous episodes when you've been on uh, and talking about the schedule of events. And thankfully, we don't have to talk about what we're doing over Zoom. So let's briefly go over the schedule of the conference each day and uh, start with the first day on Sunday. Yes. So Sunday is a time for our distinct member groups to have separate meetings. So we'll have the Public Sector Leadership Forum, which is open to all state and local members. And then separately, we have the Corporate Member Exchange, which is for all industry partners. Um, After those meetings, everyone gets together in the evening for our big welcome reception, uh, which is always fun. And then we heard from our members that they really want time to talk and be together. 
not surprising. As you all have mentioned, this is the first, you know, in-person event since 2019. October. Yes, I had to uh, actually calculate back on that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we've increased the number of small breakout sessions to allow for both content and that deeper collaboration. So Monday and Tuesday will follow a similar format in that we'll start each morning with an outside keynote speaker We'll end each day with a panel discussion, and then everything in the middle are smaller breakout sessions and networking opportunities. Can you give us a preview of keynote speakers? Absolutely. So the uh, Monday keynote is Matt Johnson, whose talk looks at the history of song in the workplace. So how the rhythm of work and how actual songs kept productivity and cohesion rolling. So in our current times, we might not need songs for that cohesion, but what we do need is what's at the core of those songs, and that is storytelling and connection to something larger. So he'll kind of go through that history, share examples, some inspirational stories, and then give tips about the science of storytelling. Interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. On Tuesday, our uh, keynote speaker is Roddy Chong. He is a concert violinist who has toured with Shania Twain and Celine Dion, among others. Wow. And his talk is called The Rockstar Performance, and he will share tips from his touring experiences on how to perform effectively, whether that's on the stage or in a boardroom. So I think those two will pair very nicely together. Monday, Matt will help us understand how to craft a compelling story. And then Roddy will give us tips on how to present or perform that story. Will he be performing any music? I believe he will be. Wow, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should uh, we should tell Eric uh, Sweden uh, <laughs> to bring his guitar. <laughs> Absolutely. A musical how, group. <laughs> how about the breakouts on Monday and Tuesday? What do we have planned for those? Yes. So the breakouts that begin Monday morning are a twist on the networking that we typically do in person. So we've combined the best parts of in-person speed networking and the best parts of the virtual state CIO roundtable chats. Mm -hmm. So states have been split into eight groups by region. Each group has about four to six state CIOs, depending on who's able to be um, in attendance at the event. And there will be four concurrent sessions. So in each session, the state CIOs will spend the first about 20 minutes on a moderated panel sharing their state priorities and initiatives. Then conversations can continue and introductions can be made in the second half of the session when each state CIO will go to a designated table and attendees can join for timed networking rounds. So there will be uh, three rounds, uh, a little under 10 minutes each, give people some time to play musical chairs in between them. And then we'll do that again with the four uh, remaining groups. So that's all before lunch in the morning. And then after lunch on Monday, there are three concurrent breakouts uh, relating to recent NACIO publications. Uh, One will be Workforce. One is cloud maturity and adoption. Um, And then the third is recent impacts and future plans around AI and state government. Mm -hmm. And then... All very topical topics. (laughs) Absolutely. And then not a breakout, uh, but just so I can get this in here, at the end of the day on Monday, we finish with that um, general session, and that will be the panel discussion on the 2021 state CIO survey. So uh, Ah, very time-sensitive new info. Yeah. Mm. And always a always a fan favorite. Yes. 
Uh, Emily, what about the uh, the breakout sessions for Tuesday? Yes, so we have a set of breakouts Tuesday morning that will all center around leadership and culture. One session is advice from former CIOs on how to lead through complex changes. There's also a session with Tennessee about their organically formed diversity, equity, and inclusion initiative. And then the third session is leadership lessons learned. Uh, A lot of alliteration here. And that is the fast-paced kind of Ignite style talks where members share a story of how they learned a leadership lesson kind of in an interesting way outside of the office. And then after lunch on Tuesday, there are three concurrent breakouts. Again, those will be cybersecurity of the future, privacy trends, and identity and access management. And then we close out that day with a general session with a showcase and discussion on digital services. So, of course, very relevant. Everything is very relevant. But. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, really looking forward to that. And then Tuesday evening, uh, following the, the general session, is also a fan favorite, which is the awards dinner. Can you give us a preview of that? Yes, the awards dinner is one of my favorite aspects of conference. It's a time to celebrate all the hard work that states and their partners do, you know, throughout the year. Uh, we specifically recognize the recipients of the State IT Recognition Awards, as well as individual award recipients for innovation and cybersecurity leadership. The um, awards committee co-chairs who emcee a good portion of the evening are Nelson Moe of Virginia and uh, Jim Weaver of North Carolina. So you know it will be high energy and very entertaining. Um, Since it's October and we all need a little fun, the awards dinner will have a Halloween theme. So feel free to show off your yeah. Feel free to show off your spooky spirit, and I am sure that uh, Nelson and Jim have some tricks and treats uh, up their sleeve. And I I will say, uh, because we get this question a lot, even though it is an awards dinner largely around state government, we also present recognition awards for longevity of our corporate members, and everyone that attends the conference is invited to that awards dinner. I would just like to add that two years ago, our awards dinner theme was like you know, the, the late 1960s and yeah. like summer of love. And so here I am in this costume and I didn't know that the NASIO staff was going to be recognized on stage. And so that will forever be in photos and have yep. to think about what I wear to this one. <laughs> yes. Good time. Well, you can just take it in so many different directions with <laughs> yeah. Halloween themed, right? Absolutely. So yeah, we've got to be careful. Skeleton with that makeup one. or something. <laughs> something like that. So Emily, let's talk about another aspect of this conference that is certainly different than than previous years and that is still dealing with the uh the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic I know you've spent a lot of time on this and certainly trying to make everyone as safe and comfortable as possible so what are some of the COVID-19 protocols attendees can expect in Seattle Yep. So in August, the uh, NACIO Executive Committee put in place a requirement for proof of full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative PCR test for attendance. So 
all attendees will have to show one of those two things to gain entry to the event. You know, NASIO events are really collaborative, and there are a number of situations where masks may not be worn for, you know, very legitimate reasons, like a reception where you're eating and drinking. Mm -hmm. So that vaccination negative test requirement is an umbrella risk mitigation tool for us to help deliver the closest experience we can to what people expect from a NASIO conference while putting health and safety at the forefront. Uh, So that's one layer. Also in Seattle, there is a mask mandate for any indoor gathering, regardless of vaccination status. So unless you're eating or drinking, the expectation is that you'll have a mask on. And then quickly, I will address the check-in process since that will be a little different this year. Um, Please do. Yeah. Upon arrival, attendees will check in with event security before going to the NASIO registration desk. There will be signage to get you where you need to be. Don't worry about that. And then you'll show either your proof of vaccination or the negative test to security. They do not record information. They don't store any information. Um, After they've done that check, you'll be given a ticket, much like a carnival ticket. And then you'll just take that over to the NASIO registration desk, show that to them. Um, That proves you've kind of been through the security process. And then you'll check in as usual and get your name badge. One question, Emily, that that I actually got an email about this morning from Mm -hmm. a corporate member was, will we be accepting photos of vaccine cards? Yes. So with your proof of vaccination, you can have your actual CDC card, a picture or a photocopy of that card, or a digital record if your state issued that. And then if you are presenting a negative test, please remember that it must be a PCR test taken no earlier than 72 hours before you're checking in. And you can present a hard or digital copy of those results, and they just need to include your name, the date of the test, uh, clearly the results of the test, (laughs) and the fact that it was a PCR. So depending on where you live, you might need to plan ahead to get an appointment for a PCR test. So just to clearly state, rapid antigen, antibody, recovery from COVID, and at-home test are not accepted. Very important. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Emily, what about meal times? I know people might be a little weirded out, like going through a traditional buffet like we have in the past. How is that all going to work? Great question. So, luckily for us, we have plated lunches um, both days. So, those will kind of continue as they always would. Mm-hmm. In the mornings, we do have a kind of continental breakfast buffet, and that will actually include servers this time. So, you'll be served rather than going through the line yourself. We're still working out some details about our breaks that will either have um, a server or they will be sort of individually packaged goodies at the breaks. All right. So that is the the food and beverage situation. I know for a lot of attendees, this might be our first time being in a big group of people since the pandemic started. Everybody kind of has different comfort levels. So what's NASIO's plan for addressing that, maybe kind of preventing some of those awkward moments? Do I shake hands? Do I not? Do I hug? Do I not? Yes. So we are going to have comfort level indicator stickers uh, that you can pick up if you'd like and add that to your name badge. And just to your point, it's to help in those situations where we might not have masks on, like out receptions, just so you can be as respectful to everyone as everyone wants to be and help avoid awkwardness. So we'll have a table by registration with a, you know, stoplight colored 
stickers. So you'll pick up a red sticker if you prefer to be greeted with a smile behind a mask and a wave from a distance. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have yellow stickers if you are okay with some unmasked talking as long as that's at a distance, but you prefer no handshakes. Mm -hmm. And then green if you're, you know, pretty okay with unmasked talking, high fives, handshakes, hugs. Great. Okay. What what a strange world we are living in right now. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, another question that we get is, let's say I'm registered for a conference and I'm going and I want to know who else is coming. How can I find a list of other attendees? Mm-hmm. Registered attendees can download the NACIO Event Hub. You can find it in the App Store or Google Play. Um, and that will have a real-time list of attendees as well as everything else you need for the event, like the agenda, speakers, give back info. Just make sure that when you're signing in, you use the business email that you provided during registration. Once you're in there, as I said, it's a real-time list of your fellow attendees. You can connect with one another, you know, schedule times to sync up, uh, message back and forth within the app. So really useful, again, for that connection piece. Great. And then this is a question we haven't had to ask you in the podcast before, but what is the dress code? I mean, I know that, you know, for our virtual conferences, we were all in like stretchy pants and no shoes. So we have to wear real shoes. We have to wear real pants. Doug was wearing a real suit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, luckily, the fashion industry has made some great strides with professional looking soft pants. Yes. (laughs) So if you prefer elastic waist, you know, you do you. I may or may not have some on my packing list. But our official stance is business casual to business formal. You'll kind of see the gamut in there. And yes, we do have to wear shoes. We won't judge if they're house shoes, but what about Crocs? Wear. I think I think Crocs Ooh, should probably white be Crocs. <laughs> look, I think we should just go in the opposite direction since none of us have worn any sort of formal wear. I think we should just do black tie. Well, you know, I record this podcast in my walk-in closet and I'm looking at my dusty heels as we speak. So (laughs) they're going to need to be polished up, I think. I'd love it. Yeah, Yeah, I am barefoot as we speak. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really wear shoes ever. So, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Emily. And finally, can you tell us about our Give Back partner for this conference? Yeah, the Give Back program is partnering with iUrban Teen, which is a STEM and arts education program that brings together underrepresented teens and young adults for career exploration and mentoring. So the Give Back funds will specifically support their iCode camps, which are in the Seattle area, and those teach problem-solving, creativity, and communication skills alongside the basics of coding, design, and technology. So great group. Um, Give back, if people aren't familiar, is a way of us saying thank you to our host community. So NASIO makes a donation and we collect donation from attendees. We also have five Give Back Champions who are member companies of NASIO. And through a sponsorship, they provide a donation directly to the organization, as well as help us cover the processing fees for those attending donations. So a huge thank you to Acela, CGI, CrowdStrike, Knowledge Services, and Veracode. We uh, really appreciate your generosity, and we know iUrban Teen does too. And then a very fun thing that's new this year for our Give Back donors, we're in Seattle, so we're going to have a special Give Back coffee bar where you can get fancy barista-made coffee drinks. Just make sure you pick up your I Gave Back ribbon uh, and show that for your complimentary drink. Wow. 
it's kind yeah, of a no-brainer, mm-hmm. right? And and for such a good cause. So I know. Who doesn't yeah. want a uh, fancy coffee drink? Um, I mean, and Ierbentine, yeah. I should say, will be on site. But if you want to learn more about them before you get on site, you can do so from our website or, or in the event app. That'll link you to more information and the way that you can give. Fantastic. It's one of the things that makes you the best, Emily. Oh, thank you. Um, I get a lot right. of help. <laughs> oh, don't be too modest. Okay. So, Emily, this is your fourth time on the pod. So, we certainly don't need to give you too much of a uh, introduction to our final segment. The lightning round. Emily, are you ready to answer some hard-hitting questions to wrap up our conversation? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Question number one. What is your favorite NASIO conference city? Salt Lake City. And why? Hmm. The hotel was amazing. It was really fabulous. I had never been to Salt Lake City before. Uh, We were in early enough to visit some local restaurants and just everything about it was great. Very cool. We've asked this question multiple times on previous lightning rounds, and we haven't gotten Salt Lake City before, I don't think, Amy. Yeah, I don't think so. Salt Lake City was a bit of a blur for me. I had my four-month-old with me in the oh, hotel. Yeah. <laughs> a different, different <laughs> experience. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of sleep. All right, question number two. It's three o'clock, and the conference hotel has just rolled out an afternoon snack. In your ideal world, what would that snack be? So easy. Chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. It's hard to disagree with that. Although you need some milk and then maybe a nap. <laughs> and then some potato chips to balance out the sweet with the salty. But yes, you know, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Some uh, more coffee. Yes. Final question. If Nasio had an unlimited budget, who is a keynote speaker you would personally love to see at our conference? I will have to say Betty Reed Sokin. I just read an article about her today. She turned 100 this month and is the oldest park ranger in the U.S. And this is just her most recent role. She's had an incredibly active life. And she has been described as um, a combination of Betty Davis, Angela Davis, and Yoda all rolled into one. So now I just want to like listen to her stories all day. We may be able to afford her. We may. We may. Right. I was, uh, you know, I was expecting you to say like Bill Gates or like Bono or you Oprah, know. Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> Oprah. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, maybe we can pull some strings, Emily, and uh, see what we can do for next year's annual. Absolutely, Betty. If you're listening to Nasio Voices, <laughs> we would love be prepared to have for an you. email. Yes. We would love to. Your people. We'll reach out to your yeah. people. <laughs> oh well, Emily. Thanks again for giving us your time today. I know this is an extremely busy time for you work-wise, and thanks for giving us a little bit of it. Absolutely. Thank you all and everyone listening. We cannot wait to see you in person in Seattle. Same thanks, here. I'm Emily. Looking forward to seeing you too. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening. NASIO Voices is a production of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers, or NASIO. We'll include a link for the conference website in the show notes. Registration for the conference is open until October 1st, so if you haven't already done so, please register now. There will be no on-site registrations this year. We look forward to seeing as many of you as possible in Seattle. Bye-bye.